What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe. As always, make sure you guys follow our Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube. We drop YouTube shorts almost on the daily. We're currently around 170 subscribers right now. Help us get to 200 by the end of the month. We will really appreciate it. And as al- as always, uh, if you guys prefer to listen through this to this through the uh, audio platforms, make sure you guys download it on whatever platform you guys like. And give it a five-star rating if you guys enjoy it. We would really appreciate that. Um, without a further ado, let's get right into the NFL. Um, before we get into the actual big news that we received and the games, we dropped our NFL tier list video. You know, just ranking where we think teams are appropriately ranked. Make sure you guys like that video. Check that video out. Check our predictions video from the week before. And comment your thoughts and other tier list videos we would like to do. Yeah, let's get into it though. All right. Do you want to get re- start off with Thursday night football, or do you want to start off with the yeah, big we'll, news? We'll recap with Thursday. We'll start like start a few days earlier. Do you want to do it like Thursday night football, but then right before the kickoff started, talk about the breaking news? Because <laughs> that's yeah. when the news broke, right? Of okay. The, yeah. We're teasing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But let, we'll get into the news. Let's get in. Oh, sorry. We'll get into the game. Um, Detroit Lions versus Kansas City Chiefs, and obviously our last video was titled or the Chiefs on upset alert. And it was confirmed they were because Travis Kelsey officially did not play that game. And, um, yeah, it was a, a big struggle for Kadarius Tony, I would say. Oh, yeah. Single <laughs> biggest reason why the Chiefs lost that game was Kadarius Tony, But it was a sloppy game for both teams. But the Lions, you could see, like, why the Lions are getting this hype because they showed out with those 90-plus yard drives uh, Dan Campbell actually absolutely deserves a lot of credit. Fake punt. Fake punt from your own 17 leading to a 90-yard drive to get open to scoring. And uh, yeah, these players are bought in under him. Goff wasn't obviously, you know, absolutely amazing, but he still was good. Uh, and same with Mahomes. He wasn't absolutely amazing. He was good. We forgot to mention that the last time these guys played each other, it was the 54-51 thriller Rams-Chiefs. I think that was the year Rams lost in the Super Bowl, yeah. if I wasn't mistaken, to the Patriots. Um, as well, Goff is undefeated against Mahomes, and Mahomes got his first loss on their uh, opening, season opening. Oh, uh, yeah, first game, first of, the game season. of the season. His first game, not season opener. First, his first game of the seasons. Um, yeah, no, overall, the game, I uh, was watching it uh, throughout. Kadarius Tony, obviously big factor. This is why I'm I was preaching. Now a little bit of an overreaction. Maybe Kadarius Tony will calm down next week and be fine. But I still think even with Kelsey, they need a wide receiver one. Even though he'll be labeled as you know pass catcher two, but wide receiver one to alleviate that pain. I think Juju and Kadarius Tony together works. I don't think either or would work. This is where that's why I was like D Hop should have. Um, if they had, if they were able to offer him, off offer D Hop, maybe look for a Mike Evans trade or whoever. I don't think they'll be able to trade for Devonte Adams because of contract and within the division. But I still think they need to go out and try to get a get a receiver to help alleviate the pain on Kelsey. Because when Kelsey comes back, guess what? They know that Tony, Sky, Moore have aren't capable of carrying the number two option. Maybe we get to see more of Justin Ross. I don't know if Marcus Valdez-Scantling played much. He did. He had a decent game. But yeah, like Justin Ross, obviously rookie from Clemson, undrafted, um, making his debut this year because of the injury last year. Can we see more of him? Let's see how uh, how well he would do, right? Because um, 
Sky Moore is a little short for sure, so the high shots aren't really the greatest. But yeah, um, very surprising. I wasn't surprised at the, the upset because of Kelsey not playing. I was definitely surprised with how they lost the game. And yeah, obviously, there were two massive drops. One leading to a pick six. One was like to kickstart a drive. That thing. They need to change that name as a pick six for Mahomes. Like, I know you're probably pissed because you have fantasy as well. Yeah, I'm I have Mahomes in fantasy and he got minus two points for that. No, like that should not be considered a pick for the quarterback. I'm sorry. Uh, that was, they need to find yeah. a way to label it differently. And I, I get it. It might be tough and how we're going to do it. It's easy for us to say it. But like MLB errors aren't really on, you know, pitcher. Like they have runs, earned runs or whatever. Um, it doesn't count to their ERA or whatever the case may be. I feel like the same needs to happen if it's a clear receiver. Yeah, clear cut, and that was clear cut. Yeah. Now, yeah, there might Obviously, be- there's me like, if you all like one hand tips to interception, yeah. then it's understandable, but Tony had two hands on the ball. Yeah. Like, if it was just out of and reach. And nobody around him as well. It was like out of reach, and it was just tips off his fingers. Okay, that's a 50-50. We'll see how it goes. But, yeah, no, I don't think that should be called a pick on Mahomes. Uh, I'm not saying that because, oh, Mahomes is some gu- a guy who's absolved of mistakes. He made his own mistakes. He missed receivers. He missed passes, so, yeah, he did. Um, He deserves to get criticism as well. Just because he's Patrick Mahomes doesn't mean it's always on the receiver. But, yeah, that that one was not a pick on Mahomes. But, yeah, continue. Yeah, so basically those two drops, and there's one right after where it was a kickstarted drive, potential game-tying, game-leading drive. And uh, it just, that drop caused so many issues because it went to second down, Second down penalty went to like third and twenty, and ended up trying to convert a fourth and twenty-five, which uh, obviously they didn't. And then, yeah, Lions just kneeled it out from there, and they 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 are promising. The Lions are promising, yeah. and they could definitely do something. And uh, it also helps when uh, Minnesota lost in the morning as well. Yeah. So um, Travis Kelsey update. It was. A little scared that they thought it was a season-ending, like, uh, broken something injury or a torn something injury. Turns out it was just a deep bone bruise, so he could be back next week. I don't know how much they're going to rush into it. But if he's not coming back and next week if they're playing the Jaguars, so it's going to be a tough game than be this. a tough even, game, yeah. Especially, we'll talk about the Colts in a, in a soon here. Um, it's going to be tough like with those receivers. And Jaguars have a good pass rush as well. Chris Jones is sitting there, which is weird. <laughs> I don't know. They, yeah, I don't you got to... I'm going to see, their defense wasn't that bad. Yeah, it was without okay. Like, it was, wasn't bad. There were stints where I'm like, okay, Chris Jones is missing. Yeah, that's sure. true. Right, like, when... Um, who's the running back? Uh, David Montgomery was rushing. I could see him getting through easily. Same thing with when Jameer Gibbs didn't play much, but was solid. Numbers all around. But the biggest... Uh, you could tell they drafted well because all... They had four rookies. Playing in that game. Gibbs made an impact. Sam Laporta, their tight end, make a, made an impact. Jack Campbell made an impact. Brian Branch, who got the pick six, yeah. made an impact. But yeah, um, that's that's it. You want to continue with the next game? Or? Yeah, and then one last thing. Lions definitely improved their defense. <laughs> yeah, for sure. They bought in, like you mentioned. And I'm excited to see this team play more and more. Um, obviously, we're recording this during the day. So we obviously have red zone for them. We have our one o'clock games, games on. So we'll be now. we'll be covering more of the some of this not all but some of the some of the morning, morning games, games so. and then we'll do the rest on uh, Thursday's uh, episode. But let's get to the news before because I'm gonna lead the news into the the score today because it was an upset for sure. Right before kickoff on Thursday, 
we were predicting Joe Burrow to get a contract done within like a week. Obviously, that week turned into a month or so. Um, is now Joe Burrow is now officially the new highest paid player, not just quarterback player. After Lamar said it, Jalen Hurts said it, Justin Herbert said it, and now Joe Burrow sets it at five years, two hundred seventy-five. If I'm not mistaken, I'll just pull up the exact numbers. What are the guaranteed? yeah? And I think it was like two twenty-two guaranteed around there. Yeah, so it's two seventy-five million, five years, uh, two nineteen guaranteed. New average annual of fifty-five million tops Herbert, who was getting fifty-two point five. Uh, yeah, and just just for a heads up, the highest paid in terms of uh, average new money average per year, Joe Burrow fifty-five. Just beats out Lamar Jackson, 52.5, who barely beat Lamar Jackson at 52. And Jalen Hurts was at 51. And yeah. then right before that is guys like Aaron Rodgers, Kyler Murray, Deshaun Watson. Pat Mahomes is at 45 now. So I wonder what he's thinking before signing that contract. Josh Allen and Daniel Jones rounds that top. Yeah. <laughs> Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones made um, it. Yeah. Uh, well-deserved contract. Not, nothing against the contract. Oh, yeah. Like, it was expected. It was expected. I was a... I wasn't too. I guess I was a little bit surprised it was like that big of a difference. So, which leads me to um, this question. And I know what you're gonna ask. I feel, I have a feeling. No, no. For, I, I think I know which one you're. I'm gonna ask. Yeah. You. But first question is what it means for T. Higgins now. Because he is you gone. Have pay, <laughs> you have to pay Jamar Chase. Yeah. Right. You uh, and you already paid Joe Burrow. How much cap do they have? We don't know. We'll see if they could fit T. Higgins in. Like Pittman, same draft class, right? Uh, He's looking for a new contract, and it's contract year for him. I don't know. And I think he wanted a lot of money. Yeah. Like, a lot of money. Is he a wide receiver one in the NFL? We don't we know. We don't know because he's yeah. playing with Jamar Chase. We do not know if he he's a wide receiver a, he one. He could be a Pittman-type receiver for sure. Like he's, yeah. I think he's proven that. And can he be a 1A, 1B situation? In this case, I think he's a 1 and 2. This is a 1 and 2. J- Jamar Chase is clearly like better. Can him and, let's just say, hypothetically, the Colts trade for him? I don't think that's going to happen. But he, Higgins, and Michael Pittman together, they should be fine. They should be like that. That would help any yeah. quarterback. Any quarterback out of wherever, regardless of what team, right? So that's the thing, right? Like the biggest question mark is: Is T. Higgins a clear cut wide receiver one? We know who the clear cut wide receiver one is. That are. is Chase. That's Jamar Chase. That's Devonte Adams. DeAndre Hopkins. Once upon a time, Julio Stephon Jones. Diggs on his like. Let's just say yeah. who are on their team. Like right? Stephon Diggs proved it afterwards. Like he, that was like. Maybe people thought Thielen was a one and Diggs was a two, but that was definitely a one A one B situation, and Diggs proved that. that yeah, and then Diggs, goal. yeah, Diggs, um, Calvin Ridley, as well. Yeah, it's clear that he's the number one after today's game. Exactly. And uh, yeah. So yeah, my my first thought was um, obviously I'll get to the second part of that question was T Higgins. That came to my head right away. Like I wonder, and pressure's on, right? Because now you're the highest paid guy, and not maybe not for too long, but you're the highest paid guy. You made a Super Bowl, you made an AFC Championship game, and I, I made the claim that if they miss the playoffs or barely make the playoffs and lose in the first round, they might get rid of Zach Taylor. Not not anyone the hot seat, but there's a caveat to that. But, yeah, like it pressure's on, you, you're, you've paid him, right? The, the biggest benefit was when Patrick Mahomes won in his rookie year. So did Russell Wilson. Joe Burrow almost got that done. But now, are you able to afford... The, um, those guys because you lost Jesse Bates you couldn't afford him clearly yeah and who else on the defensive side you're going to afford you just paid Orlando Brown as well so the big question for me is how are they going to address T Higgins because we know Jamar Chase will get the max oh, yeah, like, Jamar, we know that for sure yeah uh, he, he Jamar Chase literally himself said I hope Justin Jefferson sets the market because so he could break it yeah, yeah so if T Higgins let alone set obviously I don't think he should be able to set the market but close to it like 20-25 million 
Yeah, it'll be tough on their books for sure. That, that's clearly. true. Second part of the question, I guess now. You yeah, know. so teams like them who pay massively to quarterback don't usually win. Except Patrick Mahomes last year. Except Mahomes last year, right? Yeah, because Brady because, was underpaid. Because obviously, we all, okay, when we started watching, it was Brady dominating everything, right? Yeah. And Brady never was the highest paid no. quarterback and nowhere near Even it. when he left for Tampa, it wasn't like... It was like 20, 25 mil yeah. around there. So just to name the other, Justin Herbert still needs to prove it. Let's see. Lamar Jackson hasn't done it. Jalen Hurts went to the Super Bowl, but he was paid after, right? So that's the key thing. So he his start right now. His start right now. Um, the other guys. Josh Allen team. hasn't done it. Um, Aaron Rodgers hasn't done it with his new contract. No. Kyler Money clearly hasn't done it. Deshaun Watson hasn't. I don't done think it. Danny Dimes is gonna do it either. Yeah. Um, and then Josh Allen hasn't done it yet either. So Patrick Mahomes is the only one that really did anything on the, under the new. Contract. And he's the lowest paid out of all of them. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. It's uh. It's definitely a sight to see because that's why I had Zach. Uh, Obviously, Zach Taylor knew that I said it before that came out, but we knew he wasn't get the highest paid quarterback anyways. But I guess my second part of the question is, who will be the next $300 million contract? Will somehow Mahomes get a weird restructure, or will Trevor Lawrence be that guy? I mean, right now, it's leaning towards Trevor Lawrence. It's 275 if, right now. Yeah, if... Yeah, I know. I think it might be even after Lawrence. I don't think even Lawrence... I don't should, think Lawrence. I don't think Lawrence should be the highest paid. Unless depending Lawrence... How, yeah, depending on how he plays this year. Yeah. But outside of that, like uh, based on what we have seen, obviously he had. I don't blame him for that first year, and I know you don't either. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Second year, took Killed a huge it. step. Third, this year you give him Calvin Ridley, and, it showed and he might take another step. Maybe he gets two hundred seventy-six, right? Maybe two eighty. I don't think he gets three hundred mil. Might just come down to like Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams, yeah. <laughs> um, depending on or whenever these or guys if like Bryce Young and like no, Stroud. not even that. Maybe like some of these guys' contract might run out, as well. But like, I, I think Josh like Josh Allen signed early, but again, it's an extension. It's an extension, years, right? So. We don't even know when it kicks in. Yeah, so it might be Anthony Richardson, CJ Stroud. I think it might be Caleb Williams. I think it's probably Caleb Williams. But the only guy who has that opportunity right now, in my opinion, is just Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, he's like, the closest one to it. Who else is in that draft? Like, I don't think Justin Fields is there yet. I mean, he's struggling today. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, like Herbert already signed. So. Zach Wilson. <laughs> well, yeah, let him get on the field first. <laughs> Zach Wilson. But no. Um, yeah, so I think Trevor Lawrence is the next guy. I think he. Do you think he'll be the highest paid? Or do you I think? don't know. If he, I feel like if he does the same thing as last year, I don't think so. So he has to take like a tremendous step forward this year as well. In order that for... fan base is... Like, that market is insanely... Like, they need something to look forward to that I feel like Shad Khan might give it to him. Yeah, that's like true. Like, like, you gotta lock him. If like, ask- if he asks for it, you, I think you give yeah. it to him. This is why I love NBA superstars, because they're like, whoever's giving me the max, I'm going there. Like, they know that yeah. they're giving the max. It's, there's no, like, time limit towards it. Yeah. When I, whereas the NHL, NFL, MLB is a little bit different like that. But, yeah, um, that's the Joe Burrow news. But speaking of Burrow... This is one of our teams that we had kind of an upset alert, right? If I yeah, I, I picked the Cleveland Browns. I did too. Yeah. And, and uh, uh, we, we were right. right. <laughs> we yeah. were we were right. Joe Burrow's numbers were horrendous. They were terrible. Uh, just to put it out, they lost twenty four three to the Browns, and Joe Burrow went fourteen for thirty one, so less than fifty percent. Eighty two yards, two sacks. That's it. And then his rushing yards were. He does he struggle. Lost a yard he does home. struggle against Cleveland. That has been something that you know has come up in the past as well. But yeah, I mean. I'm not concerned right now just because, one, his first game 
back from injury. He didn't really have a preseason or training camp. And number two, they started 0-2 last year. And they were, what, five minutes away from the Super Bowl. It's not even like Deshaun Watson went crazy. Like, he had a few good plays. 16 for 29 is I just great. I just felt like last year, you know how just Bengals were bad those first two games? Yeah. I just felt like that. Yeah, it was like Deshaun Watson was 16 for 29, 154 yards, a pick, and a touchdown. And he had a rushing touchdown as well. So, like, yeah, is Deshaun Watson there yet? No, but... The other thing was Jamar Chase was talking shit. Miles Garrett said he he'll come out and take it. Now I don't think Miles Garrett had an impactful game. Maybe he did. I'm not. I mean, I'm pretty sure defense had a good game. The if defense in general had a good game because Jamar Chase and Miles Garrett is a leader of the Jamar defense. Jamar Chase was targeted nine times, made five receptions, and 39 yards only. That's yeah, not that's Jamar Chase either. So he t- he literally did that um, the Juju move. <laughs> yeah, genuinely, that's what it was. So when Juju was in Pittsburgh, so yeah, the guy was like one team on upset letter. They made us proven right. Another team that you put on upset alert was the Minnesota Vikings. I believe I said I that. I think it was you, yeah. And I was not. You wrong. were Baker Mayfield. <laughs> That's why, like, even the tier list video, just a spoiler, we were arguing, are they an F-tier team or a D-tier team? Yeah. Now, overreaction Monday in this case, early Monday, um, I'm, I'm, I might be on to something. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you might be, you might have cooked, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might have cooked. But no, I don't. I don't know what happened. Justin Jefferson. Baker, had a yeah. Game. I mean, Kirk was fine. I would Kirk say. Kirk was thirty-three for forty-four, three forty-four yards, two TDs. And yeah, obviously the pick sucks, but I just felt like I just didn't think Vikings just converted enough. Mike Evans, obviously, Mike Evans news. He's no longer. He said Saturday was a deadline. Otherwise, he's going to be playing on a new team next year. Mike Evans puts out and puts six receptions for sixty-six yards. Um, Godwin had a decent game as well, I think. Five receptions for 51 yards. So, yeah, no, Baker came out, did his thing. Mm-hmm. 21 for 34, 173. You know, that's Baker. Tight numbers. No interceptions, I think. Eight, eight rushes for 11 yards. No interceptions. No picks either. He yeah. got sacked once, right? So, that was one team on upset alert. Another team that you had on upset alert almost kind of happened. Saints. They pulled it out. They won 16-15 against the Titans. But it was a sloppy game, bro. Yeah. It was it wasn't good. Like it was a defense game for both tides, uh, t- Titans as as well as the Saints, and uh, yeah, uh, Derek Carr needs and the offense needs to be better. That's that is for sure. And the same goes for the Titans if they want to do anything. Because I feel like uh, personally, the Titans do have a chance of you know doing something. And obviously, we are high on the Saints that like you know yeah, like easy schedule and. Uh, they should winning the they should be winning the division easily and type of thing. Yeah. And uh yeah, uh it's uh Michael Thomas, good to see him back. Yeah, good yeah, Michael Thomas was targeted a lot in the first half. And yeah, um they got they both gotta be better. Yeah, um Derek Carr, twenty th- decent numbers, but it is what it is. A team that you had an upset though was the Niners. I mean, Niners cooked. I was like, okay, I'll. Did you not I, say it was, they were an upset alert? I was like, okay, Niners. I was like, Niners have a tough game, and I picked the Niners to win yeah. as well. But I, j- I was like, yo, don't be surprised if the Steelers, like, you know, yeah, cook. No, 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 you're not the only one because um, was it ESPN countdown NFL countdown? Yeah, I think three out of the five people picked the Steelers. But what do you know about Brock Purdy? He is still the same. Yeah, <laughs> as of so far, he is still the same. McCaffrey, I think, a 65 yard. Rushing TD, uh, the defense, I have them in fantasy and they definitely cooked. Yeah, and they're helping me winning right now for sure. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think they got two picks. And uh, at one point they had like what one, Pittsburgh had like one total yard, of offense. Yeah. 
Oh, uh, sorry. We're, we're tuning in because of uh, the. Red we're also, yeah, you know, making uh, watching the one o'clock games as well yeah. on Red Zone. Speaking of the um, one o'clock game, the Rams are beating the Seahawks, and I remember I had that gut feeling. Yeah. Week one overreaction. Don't get me twisted. I think the Seahawks are still the better team, and we'll finish ahead of them. So far, I'm right. <laughs> yeah, but Early, I, I, for me, it was like for me, it's like you know they're gonna fall off. Yeah, like I, I'm not surprised that they're you know Cooper Cup's out for weeks. Yeah, is the big thing here. Um, and that score that just popped up as well. I know we're going all over. Green the place. Bay, yeah, Green Bay is also maybe cooking. people are onto something because we were low on Green Bay, right? Like I had Chicago picked for this. I know you did too, and um, a lot of analysts and stuff were saying no, like watch out for Green Bay and watch out. I think they're just forced to fumble right now. Yeah, so. I know we're, we're going all over the place here, but the last game I want to talk about, because it's on right now as well, is Dolphins-Chargers. The Big battle game, of, yeah. in my opinion, of the wild card spot. Yeah. Right? Um, one of the wild battles there. And it's a good game, 24-20. Um, maybe we'll tune in strictly to that game, depending on how the others go. Tua right now, 16 for 26, um, 264 yards. Tyreek has already got 104. <laughs> yeah, Tyreek's uh, killing six, it. Six receptions. Jalen Waddle's obviously up there. Herbert, 13 for 19. 105 yards only, but Eckler, 12 rushes for 103 yards. So Eckler's killing it. Keenan Allen, 4 for 60. Uh, but what's his name? Mike Williams is out, I think, for a head injury. So that's the scary part about um, the Chargers. But good thing they have Quentin Johnson added to that team. Yeah, but... Yeah, so those are the games happening now, and obviously we have a big we one still need to talk tonight. About, yeah, uh, and well, then we got a big one tomorrow. Well, well, okay. At the time this comes out, yeah, we big one. We will not be covering the Sunday night and Monday night football. We'll yeah. be discussing that next pod on the next pod. But, but uh, we need to talk about our team, right? Because we have news. Yeah. First of all, let's start with the news, which is kind of weird because um, Jonathan Taylor's on the pop, but he's supposedly gonna pass a physical. Make that make sense before week one? I I don't know what's happening. Maybe the was a maybe a trade's brewing because uh, I think Ian Rappaport did come out and say the trades discussions are not closed. They're not dead. Um, he's likely he thinks that JT will get traded. Um, he there's a small chance he will be a Colt only if he gets an extension. The other thing is we'll get to the game in a second because there's ap- after effects from this conversation. Is Miami could be in play again, right? So, Jonathan Taylor is officially, not officially, but he's supposed to pass his physical. He should be good to practice, but he's still out till week, uh, out four weeks. So, he's out for three more games, but if everything is fine, that he should be on the field at week five. Week five. Doesn't matter. It it could be in a Colts jersey or any other jersey. So, do you still feel, after all this reporting, that he's going to be a Colt by week five? Uh, yeah. Or even October 31st trade at night. Yeah. So week five, you think he's going to be Unless, cold? unless, I, because I don't, who's going to offer something the Colts want? Who knows, right? Like we have to they see already the failed. Huh? We have to see how the season Yeah, they are, it's already failed once, so, and it's not like, it's a McCaffrey situation where like the Panthers like, okay, let's just, you know, try to clear up the cab because, you know, he hasn't been on the field for us uh, recently. Like, Taylor has been healthy other than last year. And last year was just a shit show itself in Indy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Taylor's still on his rookie deal. Colts are in control here. There's no leverage at all. If Taylor was healthy, then it might have been a different story. But, yeah, no, like I don't think, I think healthy. he's, huh? 
Do you think he'll play? Close no, I'll play F two like if he was healthy during training camp oh, and no, stuff. Yeah. Now. So you think that doesn't matter. A, that doesn't do matter. Do you think he'll be a Colt at week five? And do you think he'll? Yeah, said yes. I, I just said do that. Do you think he'll be a Colt on October? What was it on Halloween? His trade deadline. Mm, yes, I, I don't think anyone's gonna package what the Colts want. Colts wanted Christian Watson from Green Bay. Green Bay denied. Colts wanted Jalen Waddle. Yeah, that one is a little bit more of a stretch. And yeah, doesn't hurt to try, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but um, yeah, no. Okay, so let's stick to the game. Transition to to the game, because the Colts' running back rushing was kind of brutal. Right? Taylor was missed. Hall was injured, got injured after a good run. The back got called back. Uh, Dion Jackson two struggled, fumbles. struggled. On uh, a uh, Funk was their third guy. Zach Moss should be back next week, so that's an upside because he has potential. But yeah, no. If it's a healthy Jonathan Taylor with this back with Anthony Richardson, because Anthony Richardson showed. Right? Anthony Richardson Minus the is pick, promising. He had a solid game. Is is this team is promising as a whole? Um, uh, Off the bat, Josh Downs connection. Yeah, uh, Pittman had a good game himself. Uh, second half, first half. Second half, quiet. yeah, everything was the second half. I think he had yeah. like eight receptions, ninety plus yards, and a touchdown. Pierce, one reception only. And, uh, he targeted the tight ends more, and he played a lot of like the screen pass or like, um, yeah, the pass in the middle for the uh, running back. But if that was Jonathan Taylor instead of Deion Jackson in the middle, I think a lot more would have been done. I want to see Jonathan Taylor and Anthony Richardson play together. I really yeah, it, it looks promising. Richardson was our best rusher as well, best running back, <laughs> you could say. Richardson, one uh, thing though, please do not shoulder everybody. And yeah, that's true. Yeah, don't don't hurt yourself because he did at get, the end of the game. He, he had, had to come a chance, off, but. Yeah, but uh, obviously, overall thoughts, this team, obviously, we're not expecting anything. That's why it's fun to watch. That's why it's fun I'm to like watch. These te- some of these teams yeah, yeah, up here. But <laughs> it is promising. That defensive yeah. line is good. So good. It is good. That linebacker Buckner, duel. Player of the game yeah, plays. that linebacker duel is good. Cornerbacks, still are question mark. But hopefully, maybe Safeties Juju. Safeties are fine. Safeties are okay as well. Julian Backman had a dropped pick, which was which ended, up cru- ended up crucial. Zach, uh, Dion Jackson's fumble in the first half ended yeah. up crucial. And uh, the Richardson pick that I want to comment on quickly, it wasn't the Buffalo pick, right? The Buffalo pick was bad. Yeah. Richardson had two guys open, but the issue with Richardson is he, he needed to work on his, back. he needed to work on his touch passes. Yeah. Right? And uh, it was going to, I don't know who it was, I think Moali Cox or Pittman, I think both of them were, were there. And uh, Tyson Campbell just made an incredible leap and got the ball. And uh, yeah, but it was a timely pick, and he will learn. But that's that's the one thing he needs to work on, and it showed on that play. Yeah, no, Shane Steichen, decent play calling, could do better, obviously. Game Rookie management wise, yeah. Rookie head coach, it's expected. Like we not, we're not expecting much, which is why we're having fun watching this. Um, you know, the week one curse continues. Yeah, that that we, sucks. Which will be zero and two against Jacksonville this year because the next game is at Jacksonville, which is another curse. Speaking of Jacksonville, welcome back, Calvin Ridley. My God, that was a first half. Yeah. That was a first half. Obviously, quiet down the second half. But I think he had, like, already 90 yards and a touchdown in the first half with eight receptions. Uh, Calvin really showed that He's he hasn't lost one. a step. Yeah. And uh, that showed why he was the number one guy in uh, Atlanta. Yeah. Like, he... Um, it's gonna. It's big for Trevor Lawrence. This is why Trevor Lawrence will be the highest-paid quarterback. Literally, right? Yeah. Like, Calvin really was my underdog pick for... Or uh, offensive rookie, offensive player of the year. Not saying I had him picked. You guys could tune into that prediction video, but um, he was like someone I considered deeply, right? So, um, 
it was fun to watch him play. Obviously, it was against the Colts, but as a neutral fan, still, it was it was definitely fun. But yeah, I know Jacksonville against the Chiefs will be a f- we'll preview it. it. Was one of our top games next week because Colts held their own. Back to the Colts quickly held their own. That you know maybe you might be right with the Houston thing because Houston struggled against Baltimore. Not granted, that's Baltimore. Um, yeah, no, I'm excited to see this team. We'll see how it turns the out. The Colts have good talent. Like they have good talented veterans like Buckner, Zaire Franklin, Jack Leonard, Quentin Nelson, yeah. Michael Pittman, right? These players did play well, but obviously if you're looking at Colts performance-wise, the fourth quarter was costly for them. They didn't have a good fourth quarter at all. And uh, yeah, O-line has some question marks because Richardson was running for his life for a f- few plays. And uh, yeah, wide receivers need to step up other than Pittman. Yeah, um, I think that's the, uh, you have an NFL question you said? Yeah, so basically we had Bryce Young, Richardson, and CJ Stroud made, all make their debuts today. So who do you think performed the best? Now, granted we watched Richardson. Yeah, most of the time. the rest of the games we watched through NFL Red Zone. Yeah. On the side, right? So just to, just to put it out there, these were the stats. I'm not going to go based on that. 28 for 44 CJ Stroud, 242 yards, five times sacked. A zero zero. In zero zero, right? For T D interceptions, that's yeah. Bryce Young lost to Atlanta for twenty four to ten. Twenty for thirty eight, one forty six yards, a pit, two picks, two times sacked, and a tutty. Um Hayden Hurst, by the way, threw his uh, touchdown pass ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> the only so I don't know if they, he had. Yeah, I don't it, know if they got it back. <laughs> um that was his. And then Anthony Richardson's stat line was 24 for 37, 223 yards, a pick and a touchdown, four times sack. Now, granted, some of those sacks were just him running out of bounds. Um, 10 for uh, rushes for 40 yards with a touchdown rushing as well. I think it's Anthony Richardson. I I'm not trying to be biased here. I genuinely I think it was Anthony Richardson. Because Here's my thing. With, I'm just going to quickly say this. Bryce Young threw two picks, and it looked like I expected a little bit more for Bryce Young compared to the other two quarterbacks. Because I feel like Bryce Young is in the best situation. Yeah. Like offensively. Offensively, winning. right? Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it didn't look like he was at his best. And uh, Carolina Carolina only ended up putting up 10 points. CJ Stroud, stat line-wise, is decent. But at the end of the day, it just felt like the Houston Texans didn't just pounce on their opportunities. And that's why it only registered to nine points. And I think CJ Stroud was also running for his life a little bit. And then, yeah, no, like, um, I get it one... Well, Bryce Young definitely played a weaker opponent, the weakest opponent. I think maybe Anthony Richardson played the second, tied with like Baltimore and Jacksonville, yeah, similar, similar level. And Anthony Richardson had us in the game, right? Like he he was balling throughout the pick. Obviously, I didn't I missed the pick because we were setting up for something, so I, I didn't see the pick. I'll look back at it, but you know, I'm, I'm going with Anthony Richardson based on the numbers. He just Stroud had a decent game, but Anthony Richardson got a t- two touchdowns. Richardson now, granted, one touchdown. of them was Michael Pittman Jr. yakking it <laughs> on, yeah. on one of them, but still made the right decisions for the most part of the game. Um, and inaccuracies were there. But right. also, no one was really open because he <laughs> yeah. no one was open at all, like for half the plays. Yeah. But yeah, um, I think that's it for the NFL right now. We'll cover the rest on Thursday. Um uh, keep in mind we might be tuned into our sh- uh, TikToks and shorts and t- reels because we might be doing our power rankings. Through yeah. That. All right. So that'll be something fun. 
um, moving on. By the way, love the support on the Instagram reels, especially. Yeah. I don't think people realize we'll get into soccer in a second here, but people don't realize that I'm a Man United fan, but I was wearing a Barcelona shirt. And then <laughs> when we did our blind rankings, I dropped up a Man I wasn't being biased, right? Up a Man United third. And then there's this one Man United fan who's um, getting shit on in the comments. And then I'm reading those comments like, I don't know if this is a win-win situation or is it like a win-lose situation? We're getting the engagement, but it still hurts me because the stuff they're saying is the same thing. Like the it's same, up, same thing, yeah. Um, the early year struggles, Arsenal, stuff like that, right? So, but no, love the support. Make sure, you know, love it. people defending each other, going at it. That's that's perfect. People, first of all, people, okay, I, I want to get this off my chest. Yeah. Blind rankings mean, when you see your thing, blind rankings mean whatever team pops up we you. rank them blindly. We don't know who's next. Who's next? So me putting Manchester United in this example third, it worked out for the best, anyways, because the two teams ahead of them were genuinely ahead of them, and the teams behind them were genuinely behind them. Now Joven did one for QBs. Yeah, QBs. Yeah. And he, <laughs> you know, he was Stafford a little low, maybe, and then yeah, so he left the number one spot. I open. left the number one open. Yeah. And, and it happened to be Sam Howell. He can't control that. Obviously, if he were to rearrange it, he would probably do some rearrangements. I don't yeah. know who the quarterbacks were. He will do a rearrangement. That's what blind rankings mean. So that's it. <laughs> that's yeah. what I wanted to get off my chest. It's funny. I don't mind it. I yeah. just love seeing the comments. Because like I'm laughing because people are idiots. That's <laughs> it. Simple as that. That's true. <laughs> that's all that means. And I love the people that are defending us. Like, hey, it's just random. Calm down. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I think what, you had a comment. Bro, never like, talk. never talk NFL ever again. I was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, I don't, <laughs> Here we are. we're talking we're, NFL. We're, 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 we dropped another reel, by the way. Um, we talked about the NFL. Let's see if you can say it again. I doubt you're watching this video. But if you are, we're laughing at you. <laughs> <laughs> we're talking NFL. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, okay, let's move on. Let's, let's go to FIBA very quickly. Um, yeah. We're not going to go into deep in this. We'll just talk about what happened, who won, who lost. Um, we'll be dropping a FIBA podcast episode, strictly FIBA, uh, what happened at the World Cup, Canada basketball specifically, on Tuesday, so tomorrow. Yeah, um, with a special guest. With a special guest, we, we'll keep that teasing, so you guys could stay tuned for that. It's already recorded. As long as it's good on the upload side, it should be out on Tuesday. Um, so we'll talk... That will, that's um, basketball fans. That's what we'll be talking the most about it. But uh, uh, FIBA two uh, games. We woke up at one forty-five or one thirty a.m. Yeah. Um, one of them maybe not worth it because it was also a work night for me, and you had a school night. Yeah. But today's or Sunday's was worth it. Heavily worth it. Heavily worth it. <laughs> As but a yeah. neutral fan, that today's game was good. So, so all, yeah, semifinals were Canada, Serbia, USA, Germany, and, and it, our predictions were USA beats Canada in the final. But BTR yeah, yeah. but USA did play Canada, but just for, for the, the third medal. place game. So Germany upset USA. USA. Serbia didn't really upset uh, Canada, but, but man, oh man, how is the whole team in freaking foul trouble? That was that was the tough. minute Shea got subbed out in that first quarter. It was like a 11 12 0 run, yeah, and that's what put the game away. And Tyreek Hill, as we speak, got a speedy touchdown. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, no, like, I think that pissed me off. I was messaging our special guest while watching watching the game, and he's like, the same thing, frustrated. Like, how is everybody? Everybody, at, yeah, keep in mind, FIBA has five fouls. Everybody had at least two fouls, two to three fouls going into in the, the first quarter, quarter. Yeah, going into the third. Let's yeah, and uh, kind of ultimately couldn't hang on. Lost. Serbia has good Serbia size. Serbia has good size, and this is without Jokic. Yeah, and maybe with the Jokic game is a little bit different, but it's still it Jokic. probably even you know worse. Yeah. Um. But 
Germany played Serbia in the final. We'll start off with that. And Germany uh, won it. Well-deserved. Dennis Schroeder got tournament MVP. MVP. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Germany's squad, I'm happy for them. Uh, I, I, w- I want to see Dennis Schroeder be successful. Raptor fan. Raptor How are you fan. Right now? I'm pumped, yo. You better be on the same, <laughs> same, same take level. Take care of the guy, man. Uh, watching him as a Laker fan was pretty fun. Like, the first step is speed. He could defend. Occasional shooter. Not really strict with it, but happy for Dennis Schroeder, who was balls out in um, FIBA. FIBA. Or and international play in general, yeah. Brothers, uh, yeah, uh, yeah, that. Um, Wagner brothers, obviously, um, killed it there. I think Franz Wagner made second team, if I'm not and mistaken. Yeah, and then Serbia, obviously... Without Jokic Bogdan making Bogdanovic this more popped off against Canada. Bogdan Bogdanovic, then uh, and then a surprise team who finished fifth was Latvia without Przingis, yeah. who also was probably you know the biggest surprise Luka team of the tournament. Seventh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, but and then Canada, for a bronze medal game, Canada USA. What a game! <laughs> what a game! Like if you're a neutral fan, like if you're in a different country, man oh man, if like obviously this meant more to Canada than it did to the US for sure. As much as I'm not a huge fan of third place games, I'm a fan of it when it matters. In this case, it mattered for Canada basketball because this was they won um, first ever medal at the, at the World Cup or even I don't know about the Olympics. So I'm not gonna say that, but first ever at the World Cup. That's that's for sure. Um, and uh, there's probably man, oh man Shay and D- Dylan Brooks. Sh- Dylan Brooks, yeah. What are your thoughts on Dylan Brooks now? If, and what if, were they before? If the we World had Cup? If, if, if before Dylan Brooks, I was in Ohio, obviously. But I guess Dylan Brooks is made for international ball. Not NBA ball? Huh? What about the NBA? Well, we'll find out if he continues it in the NBA. But if the Rockets get this Dylan Brooks, um, they, got they will be... No, oh, Triple A. Dylan Brooks, yeah. Like this FIBA, like yeah, 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 yeah. USA game Dylan Brooks. Um, They will be very happy. He won defensive player of the tournament. The thing with Dylan Brooks for me is... He was on my team, so I was happy. But if he was not on my team, the antics get to you. But I feel like I was always like this. I feel like his antics got, and rightly, rightfully so, overshadowed his uh, play. Now, he's a defensive player. And he was by four, he's still a defensive player. I think he was defensive second team this year or last year. One of the years in the NBA. And, uh, and he still is that. It's just his offense lets him down when he talks smack. Talks smack. And, and yeah, I mean... Realistically, he was bad. But he no. was bad. He played bad in the playoffs. He played bad when it, you know when it mattered most. But he turned around his uh, he turned the stock around and uh, absolutely killed it in this FIBA tournament. And let's see if he continues it yeah, for I NBA. Yeah, I thought it was excessive when people said, "Oh, no one wants him," or he's gonna go to China now. Like clearly, that wasn't the yeah, case. Yeah, yeah, obviously. The Rockets saw something, and if Duka wanted him, I'll trust it, right? Udoka yeah, is that capable? But um, Shea though. Shea, oh, absolutely. Man. Uh, a superstar simple yeah. as that he, uh, he kind of run on Shea they leaned on Shea if Shea was having bad game Kanda was going to lose and if whenever obviously most of the games of the tournament Shea had a good game apart from probably two and uh, they won all those games as yeah. simple as that on the flip side quickly the US obviously they wanted to win it's not almost anything like that but you had a fun question for our guest let's just bring it up here yeah did we so did we piss them off like for the Olympics that they're going to just LeBron's gonna start playing. Curry's gonna start playing. LeBron had eye emojis <laughs> after their loss. One, one more run. <laughs> yeah, I won't be surprised. I genuinely won't be surprised. Um, obviously, when it comes to the Olympics, a lot of the NBA players do play. Hopefully, Jamal Murray does play. Hopefully, you know, for sure, Giannis and Jokic. These, I think, some of these guys have to go through qualifiers now, right? So, the good news is Canada has qualified for the Olympics. We don't have that stress. 
we'll see. Um, we'll talk about more. You'll see more with our guest, and then we'll talk more, more when yeah. you bring him on again. Because it ran a little bit short. There's a couple of questions I wanted to add, but the Olympics are far away. We'll bring. We'll talk more closer to then. But Canadian pride. Joe was wearing the Canada soccer shirt, <laughs> but but this is Canada basketball. Um, proud, right? Proud Canadian. Yeah. The sports in this country is no longer just hockey. We're a hammer throwing nation now. Hammer right? throwing. We have the tennis run. Canada soccer. Canada basketball. Hopefully baseball's on the rise. Um, hockey, obviously. Hockey's obviously there. And then we have the swimming and the track, right? Like yeah. We're, d- we're doing well there, and we're obviously winter sports uh, as well, so that that kind of helps out too. Um, yeah, so that covers FIBA, FIBA for now. Let's go to... Okay, I'm going to go to the NHL before we go to the UFC here. And I want uh, I kept this a secret from you for a reason. This is something I saw. I think it's kind of legit. It was reported by David Quadrelli, who's a Canucks uh, Army reporter with Chris Faber and all that. Yeah. I mean, just quickly pull that tweet up because... I want your reaction specifically. So you are an SFU student, right? Those yes, yeah. <laughs> we'll disclose that you're an SFU student. Yeah. Exclusive at the Canucks Army. This is from David Quadrelli. The Canucks are in talks with Simon Fraser University to build their practice facility on F- SFU's Burnaby campus. Finding the location of where on the campus, that might be a grueling process. But he, And there's an article, you guys can check it out, on CanucksArmy.com uh, that share where it could be. Apparently, Aquilin, you reached out to the uh, head guy there. And yeah, I'm trying to make something work. And it seems like it's a legit thing. I don't think it's like a prank. Because then some memes came out like, oh, they're looking at this place. Oh, they're looking at that place. Yeah. I saw that at first. I thought it was a prank. <laughs> yeah, I would think like so that. too, right? <laughs> but what do you think? You go to Burnaby on occasion? On occasion, obviously, I try to prioritize Surrey classes. Yeah. That's closer. But yeah, I mean, it'll be, it'll be fun, I guess. Okay, so you you're on that camp. I've been on the campus. Yeah, yeah I've been on it. When yeah. you used to play soccer, you've been on obviously around the campus more. Is there a spot there, or like, is there like a land area where they can do something? I mean, yeah, I think they could figure one out. Uh, I just don't know where exactly is the best spot on campus, but I think they could genuinely figure out something there. Yeah, because like they are NCAA, and now I know the college football thing is a kind of a different issue. Yeah, yeah. But their current hockey team competes in the BC Intercollegiate Hockey League, but have also scheduled games against U Sports and Div One NCAA opponents this year, including UBC, University of Michigan, which is big because that's where the Hughes brothers went. Yeah, yeah. Owen Power and all these guys. Yeah. And this is big. Boston University, BU, yeah. also a big hockey school. Tom Willander, by the way. Uh, suspended for the first game because he was quote unquote he didn't play but it was on the roster of a professional team so he got suspended for a game thankfully it was that one game because he could have been ineligible oh wow yeah thankfully but yeah like that's big but yeah no, I I just wanted to get your reaction live on the camera yeah I'm surprised I was like what the hell (laughs) if they show a map here you guys could see it yeah this circle and area Something behind field four or whatever it is. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, man, are you going pri- to prioritize Burnaby so you could just go talk to Canucks player somehow? I <laughs> guess, your, be that classic or uh, media guy. Like, here's a mic. Or let's, just bring him, let's just talk, right? Just Even those. He sad, might not be allowed in, but Joe Jordan Ugra, uh, BTR. BTR. Uh, <laughs> Elias Pedersen, uh, when are you signing the extension? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, that, that was something very interesting because we, ha- we were having the practice with a little debate on how stupid it is that they're one of the few teams that doesn't have it. And they're bringing it up. Hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully, I'm not like bamboozled by this thing that I said, but it seems like a legit report. If not, blame David Quadrelli for putting this out there. <laughs> yeah, don't come at us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, let's move on. Let's go to the UFC here. And 
We kind of we kind of brushed over um, as Joven is reacting to the Green Bay Packers might be Vanestas with how they're yeah. doing. <laughs> um, UFC, we kind of brushed it last time, last episode, because we're like, you know, Bam Bam Tui Voss is fighting. We didn't really cover it. We didn't know much. Not a great card. It was in Sydney, Australia. And the main event was Izzy Adesanya versus Strickland. Sean Strickland. Champ versus number five. Izzy coming off a hot win over big time win over his rival, Alex Pereira. Thought we thought it was even the even on the sports books it was minus six hundred fifty or something. Um Izzy was gonna win. We're like, yep, Izzy's gonna win. Like no point talking about it. Izzy's winning, move on, right? That did not happen. <laughs> yeah, and Probably it's a, the m- most surprising thing for me is like, you know, if Izzy's gonna lose is if Izzy's gonna lose, it's probably by knockout or submission where like he made one mistake type of thing. It could have ended in the first round. And it could have ended in the first round like that. But Izzy Did not look lost good. in decision, which was surprising Unanimous. for me. Unanimous decision because Strickland was just in control. Yeah, and Izzy did not look good, like you it, said. He did not. Like, after that knockdown, I don't know if that was the effect. Dominated the second round, I would say. But then kind of like... No, it was... It wasn't like he won it, but like, like you can't a, say. I feel like he controlled the, most of that round. Yeah. Like, I guess not like big, big. But like Strickland was just like on another level. Yeah, because it's weird. Because and it was weird beat, seeing Strickland that. Strickland lost to Cannonier and Pereira. Izzy obviously eventually beat Pereira, beat Cannonier handedly, right? Um, Strickland came out. You know, props to Izzy, first of all. Um, class act at the end. I saw, I don't know if pause flows for us, but we uh, I rewatched that ending. Uh, you know, Strickland himself was surprised. Like, I was shocked that my face was clean. Um, didn't expect this type of Izzy. I felt like I was fighting some amateur. So he was surprised. I don't know if something was going on. Izzy's personal life, or Izzy that. Or if he has like shot, an injury or, or like that a first round shot. Because Izzy fights like consistent. Izzy fights consistent. consistent. Like after Pereira, you're telling me he fought again this quick, and he was supposed to fight Duplessis. Yeah. Who was supposed to be the number one contender? Uh, yeah, but congrats to Sean Strickland. Big time win. Obviously, Izzy Just probably underestimated Big time win, yeah. Now, D- DC, Daniel Cormier did say, I don't want to give a immediate rematch this time. I still feel he should. I mean, it's up to him, Dana, right? Dana said, yeah, it's going to, the priority is an immediate rematch. Yeah. yeah um, I could see why. I could also see why not. I, I could see both ways. Um, But I just feel like, you know, if Izzy wants the time, he probably will get the time. But if he... If he wants to fight right away, Izzy will get the fight. Yeah, because he said he wanted to fight in December. So then he'll get the fight. He did. Now, that was before this. Oh, that was before this. So you want that. He did say like he's going to take a little bit of time and then see. I think yeah. afterwards, he's fine. You know, this is why I love the UFC in this sense because it is unpredictable. Like, yeah. We saw Sean O'Malley lose randomly. When? No, lose to Cheeto Vera. Then obviously okay, this yeah. one too. Uh, obviously this one as well. I'm not saying. I was talking about the first yeah. one when he was undefeated. Kamaru Usman, Leon Edwards fight. Right? And yeah, the middleweight division's wide open again. Like, it, I don't know if Izzy being 34 is coming up to him, the age. Dom's still a Hall of Famer, still um, the best in the still division. The best in that division, one of the greatest of all time. Yeah. But, you know, I'm a huge Izzy fan, obviously. Yeah, people obviously probably who've tuned in in the past know that. And yeah, um, let's see what he does. Like, I think he should get a rematch and see because Kamza Chemayev's a scary man. And he's yeah, up. he's coming there. Paulo Costa is versing Chumayev. Yeah, and depending on how that fight goes, if Chumayev dominates Costa, it could be you sh- have Duplessis, you have Chumayev, you have Strickland, you have Izzy. You have still Pereira if he really wants to come back. And now. then yeah, I think those are the four in that because division. Because Cannonier and Pereira are probably like yo, we beat Strickland. Like 
Yeah. Why not go back down, right? But so I don't think Pereira's coming back because I feel like, you know, if, the, if Adesanya is still a champ, Pereira might come back for a third yeah. fight. But now I don't think so. Yeah, we'll see what happens um, with that. And Raiders got a touchdown. <laughs> and uh, yeah. <laughs> okay, let's um, let's move on. Let's talk some MLB. Do you want to go MLB or do you want to go soccer? We'll go MLB first. All right, MLB. Just simply, let's just preview and recap what has happened since the last time we talked about it. It's coming down to the wire. I think it's like about three weeks to go. Um, it is... I'm going to pull it up. There's some big games. So, off the bat, the wild card race is wide open. First question, off the bat, I think this is the most important question. It's no longer Angels related. What the hell happened to Texas? <laughs> I don't we know. We had them as they're coming out of the I was game. like, yo, they got Scherzer. They fixed up the starting pitching. You know, their offense has been clicking. Their bullpens are pretty trash. Uh, it is terrible, I guess. Yeah, but that was probably one of my concerns was the bullpen. Yeah. But this big of a fall off, I did not expect. By the way, Atlanta Braves already clinched a playoff spot. I thought Texas was a lock. I thought it was too. Like, yeah. Is the BTR curse real? Huh? Are we a curse? <laughs> Because we thought they were going to go. Okay, no, I, I don't think anyone was seeing this, right? There yeah, was no chance this was like anyone saw this. They're currently behind the Blue Jays, uh, or no, they're behind the Mariners by half a game. Out of the wild card. The Jays are one game clear right now. Jays are one game ahead of the Mariners who had the third wild card. Yeah. And one and a half clear of the Rangers who were but outside yeah, looking back in. Back Texas, like, what the hell happened? And uh, crazy. It's crazy. I uh, did not expect them to choke like this to be out of a playoff spot. Yeah, I did expect them maybe to overtake, uh, Houston to overtake. Sure. Yeah. But that's it. Like, I thought it would be like what Baltimore-Tampa did. Like, they flip. Yeah, right? they flip, right? But, I you know, Houston is two and a half games in the lead in their division. But, yeah, there's two spots available in the AL. But yeah. three teams are fighting for it. And you could chuck in fourth and Houston. But yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, because Texas, sorry, not Texas, Boston and the Yankees are six and eight out respectively. Yeah, so I think they're done. They're they are definitely done. Uh, it's too much to climb. Yes, Red Sox are playing the Blue Jays and the Yankees are playing the Blue Jays, but there's other teams in the mix as well. Speaking of Texas, this is the remaining schedule. They got the Jays next. Big time series for both teams. That's and we'll talk about the Jays in a second. That starts today. Uh, the game starts yeah, today. Start today. Then they got Cleveland. Kind of easy, okay. Red Sox, still gonna be tough, playing, yeah. Still tough. They got the Mariners, easy, and the Angels. They got the Mariners. So those seven games against yeah. the Mariners and the four against the Jays are gonna definitely be something. There's eleven games that um, are all must-win games. Flip side, <laughs> before we go to the Jays, the Mariners got the Angels, Dodgers, which we we gotta talk about something for the Dodgers. I completely forgot to add that on the board. Yeah, and you know what I'm referring to. Um. The A's should be easy. Then they got Texas, Houston, Texas to close it out. So Mariners have a tough one too. Tech, to close it out, they got Texas two teams they're fighting with. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then the Blue Jays uh, have Texas, Red Sox, yeah, uh, Yankees, Rays, Yankees or Rays, Yankees, Rays. Uh, let me pull it up. Yeah, I mean they have all division games after this. Yeah, which and which is between which is Ra- good Rays, Yankees, and uh, Red Sox. They're just alternating. I don't know how they. Yeah, Yankees, Rays, Yankees, Rays. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Red Sox are done too. No, no, uh, Red Sox, Yankees, Rays, Yankees, Rays. Yeah, so that's what it is. So now the good news is the teams they struggled with was Baltimore and Boston. And, and yeah, Boston. They're not playing Baltimore anymore. Boston is still. They swept them last time, but Rays, Yankees, Rays. 
Yankees are going to be tough. They're still be way, tough, yeah. Because they suck in the division. But, yeah, the coming down to the wire, the, this, is, this is what I love. Baseball fans, or if you're a casual baseball fan, tune in now because it's especially a with the AL West teams yeah. going at it for a spot is going to yeah. be insane. And they got to be like, you know, game watching the Jays to see what they do. And knowing the Jays, they might struggle. It's still struggling offensively in a way because uh, the way they got the runs today were to tie the game up were literally three straight wild pitches. Yeah, to get started game. So, but if we're, if we're we're hyping up the AL wild card. Yeah, I know we're getting the NL. The NL wild card is on a, probably another level because you got Phillies are probably a lock at the one spot for the wild card. Cubs are two games ahead of the Diamondbacks who will hold the last spot. Who are half a game ahead of my uh, Miami, one and a half ahead of the Reds, two and a half, two games ahead of the Giants. Yeah. And uh, Cubs could also overtake uh, the Brewers for division lead because Cubs are three games behind the Brewers. And, uh, yeah, Dodgers are a lock, Braves are a lock, and Phillies are a lock. Yeah. And Brewer, Brewers should be a lock, too. Bre- Brewers should be there as well. I'll put Brewers in that mix. But they could be a wildcard team instead of a division winner. Yeah, no, Brewers could be, who knows, if Cincy and Chicago want a hot run, next thing you know, Brewers are... But yeah, no, there's... I'll not be surprised. There's what? I'd still put Cubs in the race, right? Uh, They're two games ahead. So you got Cubs, Diamondbacks, Marlins, Reds, and Giants. You got five teams fighting for two spots in the wild card. So Diamondbacks somehow end the season with the Astros. <laughs> so the okay. Astros got to... E- not easy, but like, relative, compared to the other guys, yeah. they're fighting for easy. Uh, White Sox, trash. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna just say it. They're bad. Yankees will be okay. Whatever, yeah, because their rookie is killing it. Yeah, they call up. Giants. They have two games against them, so those are gonna be two big games. Then they have the Cubs. Three big games there. I'm going reverse order here. Sorry, they play the Mets next. So you don't know what type of Mets you're gonna get either. But especially if Kyle Sanga is there. Yeah, Kyle Sanga, only bright spot there. Yeah, it's gonna be tough for sure. San Francisco probably got the Dodgers. Yep, and the Padres still gonna be tough. As bad as the Padres have played. Speaking of the Dodgers, two things. Walker Buehler still out for the year. The second thing is more serious, which we're going to kind of lead that to our soccer news for the day. Um, Julio Urias was officially on leave, paid leave, I think. Domestic assault. Apparently, this is his second time. I even second know time, that. yeah. So I didn't know it was a second. And it, it's pretty big. And, uh, yeah. Um, don't know what's happening there. I don't know how Lance Lynn is doing now because he's probably their main guy with these two guys out. Yeah, like, I don't know what to, too much to say about this. I haven't looked into what the details are, but it's clearly pretty serious if they literally let him go right away. Yeah, so, that's true. Still on the roster, but like, yeah. So, um, yeah, their pitching is definitely taking a hit. I think is, as a team, they're in a good spot. As a team, they they're in a good spot, to, yeah. They were in a spot to challenge. But yeah, no, this is a Braves, s- yeah, second yeah. offense. I don't know what's going to happen. I think they had this case. Allegedly everything. Yeah, allegedly. And then they also had this case with the, uh, when they signed Trevor Bauer as well. Yeah. But Trevor Bauer turned out to be innocent. So yeah, that's the thing. Um, yeah. Like, look, let's lead this on. That's it for MLB, right? Nothing else. Yeah. Okay, let's lead this on to soccer. Cause, uh, back to the distraction of a club of Manchester United. Which is Anthony. Know, Anthony. Um, first and foremost, like he's a um, similar thing. I think three women now have come out and said they assaulted. There were reports earlier in the year. Yeah, they were. Believe, but they weren't talked about as much. Now it's big. Anthony mutually agreed to a leave of absence with United, which I think is stupid. United. Uh, yeah, it's 
not stupid that he has a, he needed a leave of absence, yeah. but it should have been strictly done through Man United, like how the Dodgers did, in my opinion. Yeah. He came out and he got left off the Brazil squad. He's scared he might get terminated from the United. Again, everything is alleged. We don't know how true this is. And those of you that are looking at the side of, oh, yes, let's go. Anthony is not playing anymore for us for a while. Screw you, because this is a bigger than that. Yeah. Just because he's struggling and this is his way to get benched doesn't mean it's the right way to get benched. Um, I'm sure you could echo it because you want him to get benched. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, that better, like, if I'm seeing, like, oh, yes, let's go. We got police street could play now. Or, oh, well, San, we'll go into the Sancho thing in a second. But Sancho might get an opportunity now. Screw you, because there's b- bigger things. Yeah, it's bigger. It's on. bigger than that. Much and bigger, uh, like, yeah, as I'm, a obviously, United fan, we want him to play well. It's not like we never want. Yeah, to play well. no, but like, yeah. it's not even that. Like, it's obviously, you know, if guilty, it's well deserved, I guess. But if not guilty, then you know that's not a way to like because this stuff, you know, there's obviously allegations, right? Yeah, you know, so we don't know who's in the right or wrong. But, you know, there's obviously, it sucks both ways because, you know, he could be innocent the whole time, but he's getting punished. He's getting punished for not playing. And we've seen it, like you said, we've seen it many times. But at the same time, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you can't play him because he could be guilty. And if he is guilty, he deserves a, he deserves the consequences. I've always been in a situation where you have to take whatever, any alleged man or woman, doesn't matter, to face value. Yeah. And if the woman is lying like that, remember that punter? Uh, I forgot his name. Yeah, Matt Ariza yeah. from the Bills. Yeah. If that was the case, then the woman needs to be punished for sure. Because I don't want to be the guy that says, oh, yeah, like... Because there are legit sexual assaults. Yeah. There, right? And it's not it's not the boy who cried wolf. Yeah. You have to take it at face value. But if the woman is genuinely doing it because of, you know, what's the word? Clout? Yeah. And try to get something out of it? Uh, yeah, then... That's bullshit because then it, it, it's like one stereotype makes like, you know, for example, something happens in the Punjabi community. Now, every Punjabi community looks bad. Yeah. Um, same thing in here now. Like if one one or a couple of women have come out, you're making every woman look bad that who are going through this. Yeah. Type of shit. And listen, it's not nothing new in the, when it comes to the, you know, celebrity world, not just athletes and everything, because there are, you know, clout chasers, gold diggers, blah, 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 try to do stuff. Now, granted, we've seen evidence with the Greenwood situation and stuff, and who knows, Deshaun, like, yeah, if 22 women come out, like, the Deshaun Watson thing, you have, it's eye-opening, right? Yeah. But again, if legally they're allowed to be playing, they're no, nothing against them, then it's up to you how you want to judge it, like, yeah. you believe it or not. So, in this Anthony and this three, three, three is a bit. Three is, three is a bit. Three is a lot. Right? Like, it's not right. just one, it's three. Uh, obviously, like, there's three, you know, women, obviously, you know, that just kind of overpowers with, with one. And like how with Deshaun Watson, where it came to like 1 to 22, 24. So I was like, okay, clearly if you didn't do it to all of them, it could have happened at least once or twice. Is there a small chance where all those 24 women wanted to like do something? Yes, there's a chance. But But that is very minimal. But I've always been the type of guy you take stuff at face value. Stuff like this, you have to take it at face value. But don't judge the guy instantly. Instantly, right? Like for a guy, like anything. He's not guilty until he's proven guilty. Yeah, exactly. So... That's the Anthony side of things. Um, speaking of, uh, we'll, we'll preview, sorry, recap. We're at international break, so we'll recap that uh, European teams in general. But in the international break, anything crazy that we may have noticed. But the Spanish Federation, the women's side, right? The, yeah. the women won the World Cup, and off the bat, 
there was so much drama. I think we mentioned it. I'm not sure if we did. Yeah. Um, um, obviously, not not the woman's dad who passed away. That's a whole different side story. That's just a sad story. But like, I'm talking about the federation. I think there was a clip of the president kissing a. Her, I think it was her muscle. Yeah, and she came out and said that was not you know planned or anything. Yeah. That was legit. Like on um, what's the word? When you don't, no un, no no consent. There was no consent. Yeah. yeah. And um, so made it, made it a big deal. He's like he was not gonna resign. Blah blah blah. Good news is he resigned. Yeah. And he's also no longer on the UEFA vice vice presidency thing or whatever he was on. Cause uh, it's insane. Like the woman finally won the World Cup, and you just see like the coach drama that the women are never gonna play for them again. You see this. You, they kind of like peacefully celebrate type of shit. Yeah, right? and I think and he resigned, and he's like, I'm a fight for my position, so he didn't like. Unresigned or something, and then. I mean, it's on freaking camera. Dude. Yeah, like, that one's like legit. That was like, like I don't you, even think that's alleged at this point. Yeah, like, no, you messed up. Now, okay, yeah, it's alleged. Maybe the girl could be lying, but I doubt it. Like, no, I, no, this you, one I genuinely doubt. He messed up. Because there are people in position of power, they usually do this type. Of yeah, thing. he messed up, and rightfully so. You know, he's not in the position anymore, and uh, yeah, obviously, like the whole women's team, even the men's team, were supporting the women's team as well, and uh, it worked out. He resigned today, or on Sunday, and yeah. Um, let's just preview or recap whatever happened so far, very quickly. For soccer, yeah. Um, let's go back to Man United quickly because we have news there. Sancho. I don't know why, like Ten Hag. Like again, we're not blaming Ten Hag. We're not not blaming Ten Hag on the on the field stuff. We cl- clearly criticized his decision making Tottenham game, for example, right? But behind the scenes, man, you gotta feel for the guy, like. Dude's dealing with a lot of shit, and now people are, you know, I was gonna say it. I'm gonna joke around with saying it. I know our cousins might be watching this. That Man United have dominated the league so long under Fergie that it's etched in their brain that whenever Man United does something good, it's gonna be VAR. Or yeah. when it's uh, not done something good, haha, you guys lost, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna jokingly say it. I've, I, you know, I'll say it to their faces. Yeah, they have to. Varsen- <laughs> I know you have. Varsenal is real, bro. Because <laughs> Ganacho was not offside. <laughs> Those angles were kind of off. <laughs> but um, and like arguing for that penalty but anyway it's a different story but this guy like people are gonna say oh look they'll blame the Glazers blah 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 the problem isn't spending the money the problem is selling the players when they need to be sold no this might not be on the Glazers fully I probably blame more the front office Edward once upon a time now Richard Arnold and they paid the wrong they they got the wrong people yeah exactly they're like okay and obviously you know they got talented people right like Di Maria Maguire once upon a time and all that stuff but did it really did the coach want him it's the cheaper players that performed well for yeah us. did the coach want him I don't think so I don't think the coach was in control well Di Maria was a different situation yeah but I'm just saying like I'm saying overall like when Mourinho wanted defensive players you give him attacking players yeah right uh-huh. when uh, Ole wanted attacking players you gave him defensive players say <laughs> what you want about Rangnick the guy was spot on and everything Rangnick was right Right, and uh, with Ten Hag, like I get it, he's at fault for a little bit for the Anthony situation. But again, you managed that wrong because Anthony was gonna come earlier, even if you wanted him for like seventy mil, let's just say. Yeah, it was your fault that you made a ninety, waited to the last minute to get him. So no reason why Amrabat should not have been on the roster before the first game of the season, right? Um, I'm still gonna live by that because I, I I'm not even gonna talk about the stadium because we're not in England. I'm not gonna talk about the stadium. I'll let those and like Mark Goldbridge and all these guys talk about it. And the reason why I'm Glazers out is because I want a fresh start. Simple as that. Yeah. I, I, I just want a fresh start. Um, do I blame Glazers fully on the performances? No, probably not. But I do blame them slash the front office 
for not getting, you know, a proper striker. I blame them for not, you know, I'm not going to blame Ten Hag. He has no choice but to play Johnny Evans and Harry Maguire in a Champions League game. Okay, right? so we, we don't know what Varane's health is going to be and Martinez is going to be like, right? Like, are you going to blame him for really, really playing them when Shaw's injured himself? No, like, they yeah. have no option. You have I to mean, the question mark was for Ten Hag, why would he sub on them and take off Lindelof? But it turns out he was slightly injured. Uh, yeah. So that was the report. Yeah, but, but and the yellow card. But I don't. Uh, no, yellow card was stupid. If it was just it the yellow was, card, that, that then was, bullshit. was stupid. But it was he was limping. Yeah. So you want fresh legs out there, and we got cooked. I mean, that. they're they're not really fresh. So like that's where I'm frustrated with the Man United side of things, and how Man United handle situations. The Greenwood situation, brutal. There's Anthony situation, brutal. brutal. Now Jaden Sancho, how the hell is he still allowed to be have that s- statement out? Whether you trust Sancho or not, your team Sancho, team Ten Hag. I'm still gonna back the manager because he hasn't given me a reason not to back him. And Sancho hasn't given a reason for us to back him exactly. for his performances. Especially like what happened the last year with Sancho. Like he yeah. kept it under the radar and everything like that. Yeah, with Sancho trying to figure out himself mentally. Yeah. And today gave him the time, the space, and everything, and you know, eased them back into the games. But yeah, um, Man United. I think we covered a lot of like you know yeah. for Man United stuff personally. But well, well hopefully everybody's rumors are everybody should be healthy coming back. Yeah, Lott, Mount and all these guys. The problem is our right wing situation, and uh, let's just end the Man United talk. Yeah, there. because we covered the it's, Arsenal it's game. It's gonna be tough, but yeah, uh, top of the table, still Man City, Brighton right there, three zero and one. The rest of them are like three one and zero, right? Yeah. So. Any surprises for you so far in the EPL? Is it just Brighton? How uh, West Ham, I would say, is a little bit just because I think I really expect them to be just average, but they were, you know, but I don't think they have played anyone like solid other than Chelsea I wanna either, th- right? I want to say Newcastle for me. As a, the, okay, that's the disappointing side. side, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think West Ham played Bournemouth, Chelsea, Brighton, and Luton. National, no, yeah, West Ham. They beat Brighton and Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I'm surprised that they're up there. I expect them to be mid-table throughout the whole year. I didn't expect them to be uh, down below. I thought they were going to be down Yeah, below. but I I expect a mid-table, and they have been killing it. I'm going with Newcastle because that first game of the season showed us something. And it will get me wrong, they played City, Liverpool, and Brighton, but Liverpool game was in the bag. They, yeah, they, they had, Liverpool had a red they card. They had a shit performance against Brighton. They were shit against Brighton, and uh, City, I guess City just edged it out. Yeah, like that, but that yeah, no. Fair. The Liverpool game was in the bag, and Brighton Should just outplayed you. Game. Brighton just outplayed you. Right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think those are the two biggest surprises overall, both positively and negatively. Tottenham obviously didn't. Let's see how much they could do this because they always do this, right? <laughs> like they all start off hot, and then. And ball is real, I guess. Yeah, for now. For now. Because we thought the same with uh, Nuno, when Nuno Santos. Nuno men, not even Santos, Santos yeah. yeah. Um, from the other side, I think Champions League starting on the 19th. We'll talk about that closer to it when it starts. Uh, other leagues, just might as well quickly touch base on that. Um, Real Madrid undefeated 4-0. Surprising a little bit because uh, their leading scorer, I think, is Jude Bellingham. He is their striker, <laughs> I yeah. guess. Uh, Barca tied a game, so they're 3-1-0. Yeah. But Girona is second place with 3-1-0. Now, granted, we're just looking this up because we don't pay attention. I don't know who, I don't know Girona. I'll tell you that much. So I think that's a surprise. Yeah. I don't think Girona is supposed to be this good. Italy, on the other hand, is ex- the top three are expected. I don't know who Lecce is. So. 
least, right? Yeah. Kind of but, funny, but it's early on. Okay, we're not gonna go through every league. But, but yeah, I mean, Inter, AC, Juventus, and Napoli's two, three points behind. Yeah. International break quickly. Italy can't now get over the hump against North Macedonia, can they? They the lost again. Eliminated <laughs> from the World Cup. I think they either drew or uh, tied. And then this uh, is Euro qualifiers. Keep yeah, in mind, Euro qualifiers. Italy are the Euro defending champs. Yeah, that's true. The Euro qualifier is in about less than a year's time. Sorry, Euro Euros itself, yeah. So that's gonna be funny. Messi's doing messy things for Argentina still. Uh, England tied out Ukraine. And Harry Maguire. Harry Maguire. Sure, I'm seeing a lot of. See, this is my point. I'm seeing not all. You're thinking like us on the side are talking about England. English people are saying, why the hell are Jordan Henderson and all these guys playing and they didn't get subbed off compared to the other guys? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, that's it from the soccer side of things, I guess. Yeah, but... but banger of an episode, once again, we, you know, we'll try to fix up some th- stuff. We need to discuss how to <laughs> talk all sports when they start in October and November. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's me tough out. time. Um, You know, maybe bonus you episode. Who knows? You gotta balance in what work and this. I gotta balance in school work. and this, and then obviously we have soccer as well. Yeah. And uh, we're starting off zero and one. I was gonna say that. We're starting off zero and one. But you know, uh, I wasn't great either. So yeah, we we didn't have numbers, but we'll we'll be fine. As always, we appreciate the support and love. Make sure you guys get us to two hundred subs. Make sure you guys check out our tier list video, our predictions video. Uh, make sure you guys tune in for Tuesday's episode. Bonus episode coming up for you guys uh, with a special guest. You'll find out who. And uh, we'll keep trying to make better content for you guys. Yeah. Uh, more tier list ideas. Drop it down below. Um, and yeah, uh, other than that, we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.